transmitting to you from Old Hearts Radio. Right, this is another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. You probably don't know that though. Wait, I'm your host, Old Heart. I'm here to talk to you about things that you probably didn't care to know, or maybe you did care to know, and that's why you're listening. Either way, it's stuff that's like really helping me ripen up my coconut as I live life, I guess. Live life to its uh, liviest. Um, either way, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know. Thanks for listening if you're here. If you're not here, then you're not listening, so no thanks to you. Uh, I'm sitting down here with a cup of coffee, a fine cup of coffee. Possibly the most needed beverage of the day. You know what I mean? Coffee in the morning. Ah, we should have bought coffee. Thank you, coffee. Thank you. Thank you for all you do for the millions of people around the globe. Uh, but... There's, like, actually something about coffee that is a little strange. It's, uh, you know, me sitting here recording a podcast, drinking a cup of coffee. It's, you know, your mom going to Dutch Bros, getting a fucking giant caramel blender extreme or whatever the hell they call them there. It's, you know, it's the Starbucks. It's the the local coffee shop down the street. It's, uh, It's unsustainable. And, and... Anyway, it's been something that's on my mind, so in the future here, I'm going to be doing a couple episodes, I think, on the sustainability of coffee, and maybe even the history of coffee, because I was reading just this morning about uh, the history of the international, like, coffee agreements, and the whole coffee alliance, or whatever. It's interesting. It's very interesting stuff. For something that, like, continues to be such a pivotal part of all of our day. So... Either way, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today we are talking about, we are tipping our hat and congratulating Alan Moore. Alan Moore is officially retired from comic books. I know everybody thinks he has because he hasn't been writing, you know, any swamp things lately or whatever. But that's because you're not really a comic book fan. So get out. Uh, (laughs) Just joking. Don't get out. Continue reading. Comics are great. Uh, Alan Moore, though was notoriously like kind of just like an amazing writer right out the gate like boom he hits you with some good stuff his like i mean under his belt you you have you know watchmen v for vendetta you have swamp thing you have uh, the killing joke which is like the one of the most pivotal and probably the closest thing we get to a joker origin story that came from alan moore you get uh, from hell and, and uh, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which was actually the last book he was working on. The last issue he published was uh, from his, like from The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, like volume five or whatever. Um, so seriously, though, like tip of the hat to Alan Moore. I do think the guy's a little out there, but, um, you know, as a writer, tips. The dude can, like, I mean, you're, you're putting him up with, like, with 
you're putting some of his his work up there with with all the all-time greats for sure yo yo that is not something to laugh at Did I say shout out to coffee yet? <sighs> shout out to coffee. It's always needed. It's always wanted. Give me more. Give me more. Uh, let's see. So, abandoning his office job, Alan Moore decided he would take up writing and illustrating his own comics. He originally had a couple of strips that served like kind of just like random fanzines. Dude, I which I know tons of people around here that do that. There's a local mag in, in, in Olympia, Washington. There's a local uh, like zine fest here. There's local comic book artists. There's a local comics fest that like all of these people show up that you've just never heard. It's like they crawl out of the woodwork and they're just all of a sudden here and but they've been working on comics all year and like it's cool it's cool to have like a, a burgund a little scene but that's kind of where alan moore started he started working on fanzines he started doing random parodies of like paddington bear uh he started off a nobody excuse me kind of like me kind of like you wait i'm just that's negative juju get that out of here uh, you're, you're somebody. I'm somebody too, I guess. Um, <clears throat> later on though, he eventually wrote, uh, 2000 AD, and that was one of Britain's most prominent comic magazines. He then, he then went on to write a successful series of Judge Dredd, which is fucking rad. I was just thinking of Judge Dredd the other day. I really, I think there was like an issue where there was like a, I think there's, there's Dredd versus Terminator, I believe. And I think there's like a Dread versus Predator somewhere. I I need to look it up. I, look it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so he just kind of started skipping around. He had also begun writing minor stories for the Doctor Who Weekly, which I didn't even know was a thing. I'm a pretty recent Whovian myself. Uh, definitely watched all of it. But I'm thirsty for more. Um... But but uh, from 1980 to 1984, whoa 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 whoa! Shoutouts shoutouts to Evil L, shoutouts to Harrison Hannah, shoutouts to Casserole, shoutouts to uh, Devo, shoutouts to Monkflower Band, shoutouts to uh, shit. Who else is listening out there? Uh, well, if you're listening, shoutouts to you. Uh, <laughs> so through 84. Moore maintained his status as a freelance writer. Uh, however, he did kind of take work from a variety of companies like Marvel UK, which was a big thing under his belt. But, so he, I mean, like I said, he started off bouncing around a lot. But eventually, he lands himself a gig doing DC Comics, right? And that's where he really started getting famous. He started doing, like, the, 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 the tale of fucking Swamp Thing, he started doing, he started, he wrote The Watchmen, which is considered, he wrote, just think about that. This dude that just retired from comics, Alan Moore, wrote The Watchmen, right? Which is considered one of the most seminal fucking works. It's, it's considered like a defining work for at least a decade. It's considered like, like it, it provided a tone for the 80s and the rest of the comic book industry. And, I mean, Frank Miller also helped with that, but Alan Moore really set the fucking tone. Uh, he did V for Vendetta, like I said, which uh, was actually uh, turned into a movie later on, as we all know. 
Uh, there's these uh, down at the farmer's market where I, across the street from where I work sometimes. There's these vegan meat protesters. Or, uh, it's confusing. It's confusing what they're protesting. But they're always wearing Guy Fox masks, masks, right? So clearly they've seen V for Vendetta. And so clearly you probably have to. If those, if those vegan protesters have seen it, you probably have to. Uh, <laughs> but... So that got turned into a movie, like a, like a handful of his works. So El Watchmen got turned into a movie. V for Vendetta got turned into a movie. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen got turned into a movie. But Alan Moore despised it. He was he didn't he didn't like it because he got he got shafted over royalties <coughs> through Watchmen, I think, and then the rest of the the, the he just I don't know I just I. He, <laughs> He didn't jive with the transition to motion picture, we'll say. Which I don't, you know, whatever. I don't disagree with him. Sometimes, I, I say, I think Watchmen's kind of a, a different case uh, a little bit because there are certain sections of that movie, there are, sh- there are shots of that movie at least, that are really cool to see, like, live action uh, from the panel. Like, it looks really- Yo, I'm not saying that the panel's not better. God damn, the live, the live studio audience is fucking intense today. Uh, I'm just saying, like, the, the it was cool to see, like, these panels turn into, like, you know, motion. Um, the, however, that movie's ending is rivetingly bad. Uh, okay, but like I said, so Alan Moore, really, he did the Saga of Swamp thing, which, which just completely turned that character into... Like a, a an A list no Al no Swamp Thing character, you know what I mean? Like it, it's like anything Alan Moore touched, he pretty much like recreate. He would like recreate it in this kind of like darker sort of I don't know more like like drama, emotional, gritty way. I don't know. All those words strung together don't probably make any sense. So go pick up an Alan Moore book and like you tell me what you think about it. Um, if you need, I'll lend you my copy of Watchmen. But if you don't give it back, I'll break your fucking kneecaps. Okay? Uh, <laughs> I've lent out so many books over the years that I have never gotten back. And I'm also kind of guilty of that too. Yo, shout out to Yellow Teeth. I think I still have your copy of Dune, bro. <laughs> also... Uh, I'm gonna be doing a podcast coming up about one of my most favorite albums of this last year. Uh, it's it's called it's from this band called uh, the South the South Miller Street Toe Tappers, and it's fucking incredible. And you've never heard of it, so you know egg on your face. But that's again not what we're talking about today. We're talking about Alan Moore. So Alan Moore, like I said, he went on to do just incredible works he he blew he blew the fucking pants off the industry he wrote some i really i've i've never fully i found like the script again but i i read when i was a kid i would spend time at the school library instead of going to class sometimes and i would just spend time like reading about comics or reading comics and reading like the history of comics or the or the about the writers and I know I should have been in class, but, you know, more interesting stuff. Uh, anyway, so he he wrote this, like, idea, this pitch 
for this thing called Twilight of the Superheroes, which was this incredible, expansive, like all-encompassing DC story where like it's this dystopian future where all the, the, the heroes are broken up into different houses and then there's like the House of Lightning, which is like Captain Marvel and the Marvel family. There's like the House of Steel, which is like Superman and, and, and Wonder Woman who have married and, and, and procreated. And then there's like the, like the, all the humans and then the, the villains and like the House of Magic or whatever, which is like all this, like the magic or the House of Mystery. It's all the magic uh, characters. And it's it's just this huge expansive thing that that was based off of like the Twilight of the Gods or whatever. It's like this opera uh, movement. Anyway, I looked it up once. I can never find it again. They denied it. They never wanted to publish it. <sighs> if only they would give us all the good things. Either way, this has been another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. We've touched base on Alan Moore, and I just want to say once again, congratulations on retirement, sir. He's not retiring from writing, he's just retiring from the comic book industry. He's made it, he's given us everything we needed from him. We can thank him for his service. Either way, I guess have a good day. This has been another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. I'm going to finish my cup, go kiss my girlfriend, see how the day goes. You go wrap it up your coconut as best you can because I'm going to do the same. And like they say, keep your stick on the ice.